Welcome to the beautiful city of Campbell River in our Modern Entrepreneur podcast series at the 50th Parallel. That's me. You've got questions, we've got experts. Let's find answers. Welcome to another edition of the Modern Entrepreneur at the 50th Parallel. I'm here today with my guest, Carl Sweet. Carl is a construction and forestry equipment salesperson for Inland Truck and Equipment here in Campbell River and an associate director for the TLA, Truck Loggers Association. Welcome, Carl. Good morning. So, hey, Carl, give us a high-level overview of what Inland Truck and Equipment does here in Campbell River. Uh, well, in Campbell River, uh, well, we're spread all the way across British Columbia, even as far back east as Manitoba and down into the U.S. But locally here, we're supplying construction equipment, forestry equipment to all sectors of the industry. We predominantly sell Kenworth trucks, Tiger Cat, Link Belt, and Case. And, uh, yeah, we've been based out of Campbell River for over 40 years, I think wow. since the uh, mid to late 80s. So we've been around a long time. And have you been with the company for a while? I used to be one of the young guys, but now I'm getting to be one of the old guys. So I've, yeah, 25 years now. Wow. So nice. right out of high school. How many people does it employ? Uh, currently we're 33, I believe it is. Yeah. So a big employer for the local area. Absolutely. Yeah. We've got uh, 16 mechanics, about 10 parts people, sales staff, management staff, and everything like that. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we're important to be here. Um, Carl, one of the reasons we invited you here today is to talk about the forest industry, um, which is a critical part of Campbell River's economy, NBC's economy. Uh, so for people listening today, I wanted to throw out a few stats. I know people don't always love stats, but uh, did you know that about 2.6% of British Columbians are directly employed in the forest industry? Um, but in Campbell River, 7% of people are directly employed. That's more than double the provincial average. And that number actually translates into about 1,200 direct jobs in Campbell River uh, in forestry. Um, and of course, I don't have to tell you, generally speaking, for every direct job created, there's approximately three additional jobs created in, in an economy. It's huge. Forest industry is a huge contributor to our economy. Yeah, well, the 35 people that uh, work at our facility are uh, a direct result of that, of working with the forest industry, for sure. Okay, so tell us a little bit about the Truck Loggers Association, the TLA. When and why was the TLA formed? Well, the TLA has been around for about 78 years. I think this year was our 70 seventh convention and of course we missed a couple for COVID and everything like that but uh, uh, I think the original reason the TLA was started was just to give contractors a voice a group voice everybody worked in individual companies and camps and you know the forest industry was very spread out people actually had their families living in camps they had schools in camps and I think the truck loggers gave everybody an opportunity to unify become a larger voice and uh, you know and of course the annual convention they always had every year was a, a great way to get together and celebrate once a year too so yeah truck loggers is just uh, a voice for you know the majority of small businesses that uh, may not have a voice themselves but can be part of a larger voice so so I was looking at the TLA site and I saw that there's a strong Vancouver Island connection and of course I was at the TLA this year and 
saw a lot of Campbell River businesses there, a lot of Vancouver Island businesses there. Is there a strong relationship to Vancouver Island businesses and the TLA? Is there some history there? I think the TLA was formed out of the Vancouver Island contractors group back in the day. Um, there's lots from the lower mainland, Seashelt, Maple Ridge, where there's, you know, Vancouver, there's a lot of uh, forestry activities that go on down in those parts of the world. Um, there's also the ILA and the Northwest Loggers Association that uh, are up into the interior in the north but you know we're starting to see a lot more representation not just from the island but throughout the province now and I think you know even in today's world again everybody's looking for strong unified voices to uh, to speak with government on uh, forest policy and concerns. How does the TLA work with Indigenous nations? Works very well. We have um, a couple of First Nation directors on our board. Um, there's always engaging conversations between the board, um, our executives, and uh, the First Nations and, you know, First Nations groups and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, uh, it's just important part of the business for sure. Okay, so we did talk about uh, Canada's economy depending on natural resource development. Tell us a bit more. We talked about jobs and indirect jobs. How do you see our economy dependent on the resource sector? And what are some misconceptions do you think people might have particularly in the forest industry? Well, I don't think people truly understand how important forestry is to Campbell River, especially Campbell River. Uh, not sure if you have it in your notes there, but uh, there was a report that Kofi put out in 2019 and believe it or not, but Campbell River was ranked number three in the province with a supply chain spend number of $253 million. The only cities that were had more forestry spend was Vancouver and Prince George. So we were more than Kamloops, more than Nanaimo, more than all these other towns across BC or cities across BC that you think of as forestry communities. So I think uh, that people who don't understand how important forestry is to Campbell River truly don't understand what the fabric of Campbell River is really made of. Forestry is absolutely crucial to this community. So I think your numbers are, thank you for sharing them. I did have them in my notes later on because I think that people might be super surprised to hear such significant numbers attributed to that industry here in Campbell River. So times are tough though for forestry. I mean, we heard that at the TLA with a number of guest speakers and panel sessions. You've been in a business dependent on this industry for quite a long time. So what would you say is the biggest challenge facing the industry today? Currently, it's just uncertainty. Um, there's lots of positive changes that are going on in the industry, you know, um, reconciliation with First Nations and First Nations uh, communities, uh, getting more tenure, more availability to the fiber, having more access, um, more input in forestry. But right now there is, um, you know, there's a transition period from from now until when all these communities, uh, everybody can get together and make positive plans for the future. So right now there's just an uncertainty on what's happening out there, what's happening with the tenure. And, uh, you know, the forestry community is resilient. They just need a direction and we'll head that direction and we'll be successful. All right, so do you think, or maybe I should say, how do you think uh, more innovation and use of technology will be employed to sustain and grow this industry in BC? Is that one of the ways that we can see growth in the industry? Yeah, I think that, you know, first of all, we have to have access to the fiber. If you can't harvest the timber, how can you create a viable secondary manufacturing sector in forestry? Uh, if you can't go get the trees, you can't do anything with them. 
So, you know, the forest industry are great innovators of how to make things better. You know, we're trying to make food dishes out of wood waste or wood products. You know, the pulp mills, you know, newsprints kind of slid off, but uh, they're trying to find other creative ways. Paper straws, you know, stuff like that. Um, Cross-laminated timber, mass timber projects. I mean, these projects have been developed and created by forestry workers. You know, there's a successful mill down in the Nanaimo area that does vernier and they peel lots of uh, logs and make vernier products and send it all over the world. So the biggest thing is, is we just need consistency. We need so, uh, fiber supply and then, you know, the creativity of the human mind and forestry workers will, will shine once we, uh, we know what direction we need to go. So the TLA is an advocacy group with a goal of getting good information out to the public. I do remember one of the panel sessions talked about the high support for the forest industry that most British Columbians have. I think the numbers were fairly significant. And one of the other stats was a desire to find really good information about the industry. So where can people learn more about the forest industry and get some accurate information? Uh, well, there's a, there's a COFI, the Council of Forest Industries. They have uh, lots of information there. The TLA at tla.ca has their Forestry Truths campaign that uh, they have lots of information out there. Um, there's another group that a few of us are part of, the BC Forestry Alliance, and we're it's been a little slower lately, but we're always trying to put out, uh, you know, forestry truths and forestry facts. I have to put a little plug in for economic development at the city of Campbell River as well, because we actually have really good information on forestry and all the sectors that are important to the economy. So people can connect with us as well. And I, well, and I think that, you know, all the licensees are doing a better job now of promoting themselves. Um, I think over the years, doing their best to educate uh, the public and raise awareness of the benefits of forestry. I mean, benefits of forestry fighting climate change and, uh, you know, carbon sequestration with uh, growing healthy young trees, you know, harvest the old dead trees, you know, plant new trees and they, they, uh, they grow better, faster and uh, sequest that carbon. So it's uh, lots of information out there. It's uh, just doing a better job of getting it to the public, I guess, is what we need to do. Well, that's why you're here today as well. Um, again, back to the whole conversation about innovation, and I did listen to a few panel sessions that talked about some of the changes in the industry. So can you describe some of the things you've seen change over the years in a positive way? Well, tier four emissions on machines and engines, you know, they burn less fuel now. We use um, DEF fluid in those machines to reduce NOx gas. So the exhaust coming out of these machines is much, much cleaner. And with that, the machines have become more fuel efficient, so they don't burn as much uh, diesel fuel anymore. Innovation with uh, technology processing heads, you know, the, the machine that turns log or trees into logs. Now they're tracking those um, stats and numbers more closely. So we get machine productivity higher and more uh, productive. You know, there's simple things like uh, auto stop and auto idle on machines where machines will shut down if they idle too long. So they're not wasting fuel. There's, yeah, there's lots of technologies out there um, to make these machines better, faster, and more efficient, uh, you know, to help things. Um, lots of uh, companies now are using um, drones, you know, you're starting to see drones out in, uh, in the workplace now more, LiDAR, new technologies that have really kind of come into play in the last 10 years that are, uh, 
you know, making tracking more accurate and, and easier and stuff like that. So, Are electric logging trucks in our future? They say they're coming. I don't know when that is happening, but uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. There's, uh, these logging roads that these trucks just live on every day are pretty rough, pretty rugged. And uh, yeah, they're, they're supposed to be coming. Just don't know when they'll be here. All right, Carl, you are an advocate for the forest industry. What inspired that passion in you? Well, I've lived in Campbell River since I was 12. I've spent a lot of time in the bush with friends, parents. I remember going up and riding the uh, the train from Was down to Beaver Cove with a buddy of mine and his dad was an engineer at Canfor. And, uh, you know, it's, I don't know, I'm, I'm just as staunch an environmentalist as anybody out there. I live, work and play in the bush. I love being out there, you know, I like seeing clear cuts. I like seeing second growth. I like seeing old growth. I like to be a part of it. It's, it's, it's an important industry. So, you know, and as I've gotten older, um, a lot of my friends work in the forest industry. Some of them operate machines. Some of them own machines. They own businesses. It's a great life environment. I've been on helicopters and float planes and crew boats going into all different types of logging camps and sitting with the cooks and eating their delicious food that they cook for the guys every day. I mean, it's a, it's a great place to be and uh, to be in a great industry to be a part of. So yeah, just kind of been around it uh, most of my life and, you know, take my kids out uh, on pro D days. If uh, rather than I'm sitting at home in their iPads, we're out there, uh, you know, delivering machines they got to run a log loader a couple weeks back and move some logs and they're 11 and 13 and you know um they think that's they think that's pretty cool to get those opportunities to go and check stuff out and be out there so it's uh yeah it's great it's it's a great industry to be a part of yeah that is cool okay we're at the point of our podcast where i just ask a series of questions the same questions to everyone so they're not trick questions ladies and gentlemen it's time for rapid fire Carl, what was your first job uh, my first job oh boy i've had lots um delivering the Vancouver Sun and the uh, Vancouver province uh, out in Willow Point by uh, the Sportsplex. That would have been my first one, I guess. Uh, yeah, they were thick back then too. <laughs> yeah, Newspapers they were. <laughs> were like two inches thick, pushing them on my skateboard from 7-Eleven up to Willow Point. So, but I've, uh, yeah, I've uh, washed dishes at a pizza joint. Uh, I worked at Shoppers Drug Mart when it used to be in the Ironwood Mall for quite a few years and then, uh, and then, yeah, kind of at uh, Inland now since 97. So I've been there. It'll be a career. Well, it's already a career, so. <laughs> it's a career. If you were not doing your current job, what would you be doing? Oh, goodness. <laughs> Probably I'd be working in the bush, running a machine for somebody. I, uh, I do have uh, my heavy-duty parts apprenticeship, so I did do some minimal post-secondary schooling, but I was never... Uh, a plus student in high school or anything like that but i worked hard and uh but i suspect that's where i'd be it would be probably working in the industry you know maybe at fish farms or somewhere like that but uh i suspect it'd be you know working in the forest industry i imagine so what's your connection to campbell river well been here since uh since grade six and um no that's kind of a tough question i mean there's a lot that keeps me here you know i have family here i have tons of friends here I love salmon fishing, I like hiking, camping. I think that's, yeah, that's that's the connection, I guess, is the uh, 
the the lifestyle to which we have here it's uh it's pretty amazing it's uh yeah i don't think there's many places i mean i'm sure everybody says where they come from is the best but uh, i certainly uh, hold campbell river in high regard so i agree with you on that I know you're not an entrepreneur, but you're really entrenched in the business community. Finish this sentence. A modern entrepreneur is... An innovator. What is something no entrepreneur should be without? Good support from his suppliers or his or her suppliers. Carl, thanks for joining us today to talk about this important sector to our economy here in Campbell River and in British Columbia. Perfect. Thank you for having me. Thanks for joining us on the Modern Entrepreneur podcast series. For more information and to hear more, visit CampbellRiver.ca.